0: What are you? Some kind of freak? Well, I hope so. Because this is the Freak Flag Podcast. Your dysfunctional home for business and marketing advice made for weirdos by weirdos. If you want to stop dancing and pointing on the gram, then keep listening, boo. This podcast is going to show you how to market your business while being yourself. What? So novel. On with the show. Hello, freaks. It is Andrea here from Freak Flag Marketing, and today I have got another awesome interview for you. It is Sabrina Nussbommer, and she is a local, to me anyway, uh, metal worker and jewelry maker. And we talk about pretty much everything. We talk about how embarrassing it is to go home sometimes, and we talk about how important it is to just do the damn thing, even if you're not sure it'll work. We talk about jewelry and storytelling and I think you're really gonna like it she is a quirky gal and which is right up my alley so I am going to let you listen to the interview and I will see you on the other side
1: so tell me who the heck are you my name is Sabrina Nicole Nussbaumer, and my business is SNJD Boutique, which the SNJD I uh, get asked all the time stands for Sabrina Nicole Jewelry Design. Gotcha. Because the last name Nussbaumer, you know, it's it's heavy German clunky, yep. long name. So way, way back when I entered college, I decided to be Sabrina Nicole Jewelry Design. And then, you know... As we've discussed before, it wasn't until the pandemic or a little thereafter that I was like, okay, you know, I'm doing these other art forms besides jewelry now. So it's going to be SNJD Boutique.
0: How did you you get into metalworking and jewelry making to begin with? Like, what drew you to that?
1: So I've definitely always been obsessed with jewelry since I was a kid. I would see my grandma's costume jewelry from like the 30s and the mm-hmm. 40s, you know that big chunky bejeweled, you know, plasticky, yep. you know, but I loved it. I just was like, you know, why, you know, why do we wear that these pieces? Why are we attracted to these pieces, you know? And women back then had so much, so much costume jewelry. Yep. So, right from the get I was just obsessed with jewelry and Making started early on. I started collecting beads when I was really little and even sat on those beads for years until my college years when I started actually dabbling in beadworking. Anyway, I've come, I think that being a part of online communities in Mm -hmm. a weird way has actually been very uplifting for my confidence and my business and... Um, establishing that, no, I am a talented artist Mm -hmm. and I do have talent and, you know, will get out there to the level that I want it to be. It's just about putting in the work and committing and, you know, but yeah.
0: And that's so interesting because I think... The internet gets such a bad rap for being such a mm-hmm. negative place. And there's a lot of bullshit mm-hmm. on the internet. Yeah. But I've had a similar experience to you. Like, I've had a really positive experience, mm-hmm. especially on Instagram, mm-hmm. because of the types of people I interact with. And so yeah. I wonder if there's, you know, do you think there's something innate to the kind of creative community that just that makes us a little bit nicer to hang out with, you know?
1: Well, I will I will say this. I've noticed, because he- I've just signed up for another Facebook account specifically for my business because I didn't want my private account from college, like young freshman college, you know, to be linked to my business. And, you know, I want to get Instagram shopping up and running and that's linked to Facebook. So I was like, Oh crap, I can't have that linked to my old private account. So I started a new one and my rule with that one is basically like my Instagram where yep. it's open to everybody. Mm-hmm. Everybody can friend and follow so long as they're following my, you know, guidelines and, yep. and being respectful and not hitting on me too. <laughs> <laughs> but I will notice, I've noticed this and we'll say this, that so Instagram is like, yay, look at my life. Everything is great. Yeah. And when you go over to Facebook, it's, Doom and dread, yes. even from the creatives. It's okay, it's yeah. you know, this isn't going well in my life. Or mm-hmm. please pray for so and so. This is happening, and mm-hmm. and Facebook. I've just realized over the years has become this platform of doom, and yeah. I'm like, what is this? You are, and there, everyone is causing that yep. to happen, yep. and then you're you're building those algorithms mm-hmm. for those AI systems. Yep. <laughs> so. If everyone understood that if they treated the platform the way that they treat Instagram, yep. you would not get this this same level. It's almost low vibrational, yep. you know. Yep. And Instagram isn't. It's very, yep. you know, we're sharing, we're sharing, we're sharing. Yep. Or at least on my end it is. I'm sure yep. other people have had, you know. My yeah. my boyfriend's had no- negative interactions oh, before, yeah. you know, with his music and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so we're not all lucky enough to escape yeah. being or having our art criticized yeah. in some way yeah so but I guess I've been yeah. lucky enough to have a good community that yes. they've been nice to me or they're lying to me I don't know <laughs>
0: well it kind of <laughs> sounds like the two ends of the spectrum of like you know Facebook being really negative let's focus on the negative and then do you think on Instagram we focus too much on the positive like everybody's
1: highlight reel and kind of like You know, I know Mm -hmm. that I... Like a toxic positivity. Exactly. Like, oh, should
0: I be... Should I be, you know, drinking mimosas every Um, Sunday morning or whatever? You know, like...
1: You know, I think that you can say yeah. Yeah. Yes on that. That on the same that that goes on that level too, right? That people are... Overly positive mm-hmm. on Instagram, sometimes yeah. you know, with, like you said, with that, like, oh, I'm having my mimosa on the beach today. Yep. You know, life is great. Life is, is great. Life is life great. Life time. is great. Yep. And it's like, no, actually, she's going through way more. But oh, here she is having mimosas on the beach, yep. like for the twenty thousandth picture yes. in a row. You yep. know, yep. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it can be. There can be an an inauthentic. Yeah positivity
0: yeah so how do you balance that out with your content you know keep it keeping it real but keeping it kind of you know more positive and encouraging and uplifting
1: back when i had started that in 2018 i was really really against having any social media Mm -hmm. anythings for my creative anythings and when I was in college, I did Cornhill Arts Festival, and people were like, "Are you on Instagram? Are you on Instagram? Yeah. Are you?" Because that was the age of Instagram yeah. in 2015, and I was like, "No." And I'm I, my answer was no, and I'm not going to either because I don't need that, you know? Because like I just was so over at that point Facebook mm-hmm. and all the horse shit that was on Facebook that. You know I was like Instagram why why would I want to get on yet another social media platform to you know blah, 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 blah. yeah so I just avoided it for years and then by twenty eighteen working my office job and thinking about my degree and sitting on this equipment that I've had for years, it was like okay I've uh, it's time to do like a little something I guess mm-hmm. so I, like, threw the Instagram page up there and didn't really really do much with it, you know. In the beginning, there wasn't. Yeah. It it was just kind of there. Yep and didn't know the rules of instagram just followed literally everyone yeah. i like went to my sister's page and then just followed every. i was just going to everyone's pages who i knew and following people not knowing that like that can get you shadow banned yeah. that can yeah i've i've screwed my oh. instagram account it's plateaued so hard oh. like it when it does go up here and there i'm like Okay, cool, but I'm not like striving to be like, oh, I need you know a hundred thousand bucks. Yep. If I get there, I get there, whatever. But anyhow, once I actually got it up to when I decided to launch my business in 2019 and stuff, I was like, okay, the social media thing is yep. is important to this current century that we're in. And it's either get on board or basically don't be a part of greater society or popular culture mm-hmm. because this is this, this is the game right yeah. this that's a, this is just how it goes
0: i i 100 agree with you um so obviously the the title of the, the podcast is Free flag podcast so how have you kind of started to fly your free flag, you know, especially as a business owner, like how much does your personality kind of bleed into your work and your, your content, your, your creations, all of that?
1: So I definitely used to kind of smooth my weird over, you know, smooth the autism weird over. And now in my thirties, like going back to the real working world. Now I'm like, I'll just look for the other weirdos. Yes. Like if I improv with you and you improv back with me, I kn- I know you're down to clown. <laughs> I know you're cool, but, if you, you know, I do something and then you just think I'm weird. Oh, well, you think I'm weird. Yep. Like, oh, well, my life will go on. Like, yep. I don't really care mm-hmm. if you think I'm a weirdo
0: yeah.
1: or not. Like, I know I'm a weirdo. <laughs> I'm very much aware of that. But I'm not, I'm not a bad person. I like, remember when being weird was like the worst thing. Yeah, you know, like, and that's the thing, too. We live in this weird era. Maybe it's because millennials, yep. we are now Take taken charge. over. Yep. But when we were the kids, right, it was if you were a geek, if you were a nerd or weird in any kind of way. Yeah, you were you were a loser. And, you know, it's funny being on Facebook. Re- I'm reconnecting with people from high school. And when I left that town, you know, I was like, I'm leaving this town. I'm never coming back. Screw these people, yeah. you know, because I felt. You know, of course, there were were a few bullies in school, but I can't sit here and say like every single child in that school bullied me because that wasn't the case. You know, I had the few regular bullies that everyone has. But you grow this disdain for sometimes when you're from a small town that you're just like, fuck this. I'm out of here. Goodbye. Guess what? Sometimes life comes back around full circle and I was forced to go live back home. Mm While I was learning to be a jeweler. And I was silly. I didn't want to go to my own little grocery store because I didn't want to run into people from high school, you know, just just to avoid the anxiety, small talk of how have you been, what have you done with your life, because I didn't want to tell people, well, I'm 26 and I'm living back at home, but with my boyfriend (laughs) and going back to school, you know. I felt like a loser, you know, and not like 30 year olds, 33 year old Sabrina's like, oh, you shouldn't have felt like you weren't a loser. Like everybody, so many people go through the same thing and, and worse. So no, 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 no. Like this was normalcy for a millennial. You know, you just, you come to that level of where you're like, people can't hurt you anymore. And should they have had that ability over you to begin with? No, but. What are you going to do? You know, society puts certain levels of measurement on how we're supposed to socially interact and, you know, the interests that we're supposed to have. Like, if you go to a public school, you're supposed to be either, either get good grades or you're interested in sports. And if you don't do one of those two things, then something's got to be wrong with you and you get targeted. So.
0: Well, pivoting a little bit back to um, to jewelry for a second, but I feel like I could pick your jewelry out of a lineup. It's very distinct. You've got a style.
1: Well, thank you. And thank God for that, because Yay. I, for a hot minute, you know, do I have a signature style? And I'm like, yeah. oh, yes, I, yes, I do. And I've, you know, looked over my pieces. I'm like, yeah, but does that. I, I've been wondering over the past few weeks, actually, yeah. does that communicate? Like, does my work communicate? Can you yet yeah, do yeah. that? You know, walk into, say, the mag and look in the case and go, oh, no, those are yep. Sabrina Nicole pieces. And those are, you know, well, those definitely are not. I, I feel like I can see the story behind your pieces. Mm-hmm. I use texture and patina to reflect the feelings that I had, the, the textures of St. John. Mm -hmm. So
0: do you think that there is something that kind of, you know, from collection to collection, do you think, do you think there is kind of a thread that ties them all together, even if they are from different collections, different experiences, different memories?
1: Um, I think the bottom line that ties them together is the fact that each, each collection has a, a theme Mm -hmm. slash story to tell. So the next collection that I'm planning fossil and Canyon okay, cool. involves all for, for the most part, all stones that are either they contain fossils or I have agatized dinosaur bone. Wow. I can show those too afterwards oh God, if you want yes, to see them. Yes. They're gorgeous. Um, Petrified wood cabochons that have just the most unique mm-hmm. texture and pattern on them. And, uh, So basically I had some fossil cabochons that I had been sitting on for a long time and last year I had at the end of the year I went to Arizona Mm -hmm. and You know, rediscovered my ancestral roots. I got to connect with this land that I've always wanted to connect with. When you're standing in front of the Grand Canyon and you're looking at all that water erosion from millions and millions and millions and millions of years, you know, and then you think of the creatures that existed inside that water, you know, (laughs) I decided that I wanted to... Okay, get some more fossil cabochons and create a collection that was kind of based off my travels from Arizona, but also paying homage to dinosaurs and stuff. Because, you know, I was definitely one of those kids who was like, oh, Jurassic Park, and yep. I'm going to be a paleontologist. <laughs> Ultimately, that's, that's only one part of the story. So I, I'm the initial creator and maker mm-hmm. of the theme. But, you know... A customer sees that and is an, is attracted to it yeah. for a whole other reason. Yeah. They don't know the story. They don't yeah. know why you made it. It screams to them. They're having an emotional experience because they're on vacation. Mm-hmm. So they're going to remember that they went into that store. They saw that piece. And if they bought it, then it's in that next level of emotional connection where now the piece has a whole new story. Yep. It's it's that owner's story. They get to tell now mm-hmm. their own story. And that piece will make them feel a certain way when they put it on either. Like, I want you to feel powerful yep. when you put those pieces on. You don't need to be fancy. Mm-hmm. A fancy person or a millionaire, or a CEO to own or wear one of these pieces, even if it's outside of your affordability range, it makes me so sad when people who come from poor backgrounds, like myself, think that they're not allowed to wear. Yeah expensive or nice things Mm -hmm. and don't be afraid to save your money and buy that statement piece if anybody asks how much it costs it's none of their business they don't need to know how much it costs but if it screams to you and it speaks to you and it makes you feel a certain way get it do it obviously not everybody's a jewelry person not everybody has that reaction but for those of us who do i think that to some degree that's a very powerful reaction Mm -hmm. and it's it's very confident building mm-hmm. um, I have a I have a gold a thick gold collar that was a, a gift to me from my step aunt mm-hmm. for my 30th birthday mm-hmm. and when I wear that with certain dresses and I walk into a room it's the necklace is that yep. me <laughs> people go whoa you look like an Egyptian goddess right now yep. or you look like a queen so when I make those statement pieces, And you put them on, I want you to feel, like, yeah, powerful. And you should feel powerful, you know? You shouldn't... Just because you, you know, you're I I don't know. You throw trash for a living. Like, why shouldn't you wear something that's, you know...
0: Yeah. Do what you want to (laughs) do.
1: Well,
0: and I especially... I enjoy talking and thinking about like wearable art especially because you know it is it's a literal way to kind of like wear your free flag on your sleeve mm-hmm. like it's a way to kind of show mm-hmm. the world who you are
1: and so have you always had that that relationship with jewelry i definitely think i've always had that relationship without knowing yeah it wasn't until it literally wasn't until uh, Las Vegas last year at my aunt's wedding when I wore that very collar piece that everyone was like, wow. And it was like the third time that I had worn it and gotten that kind of reaction. I went, oh, jewelry gets that kind of reaction out of people. And I had had that kind of reaction before mm-hmm. with other jewelry, you know, even just like costume jewelry and stuff that I used to wear because I used to be a very like fashion yeah. Person and stuff. And, you know, I would get those kinds of compliments and stuff, but, you know, I just, you know, you let that roll off like, oh, people are just being nice or yeah. whatever. But no. No, sometimes the piece is like it really it it just talks to people mixed with your energy, you know. So what is next for your business? I'm going through, I don't want to say rebranding because I've technically never actually had a brand. (laughs) So right now it's I'm going through the branding process Mm. and trying to rebuild my website and really figure out. You know, the logo and the packaging and the the flow overall Mm -hmm. to make sure that everything has a level of cohesivity across Mm -hmm. the board. In the meantime... I've also been starting. I'm going to be launching my very own magazine. Yes. Um, because I think the poor jewelry and lapidary community, we're really, really lacking. And I want to feature everyone. Yeah. But I also don't want to just feature people who have a crazy following yeah. or, you know, like, I'm not going to constantly go for those artists who are... Y- you oh, know yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah you know and that i plan to launch by the new year oh, so cool. yeah so oh gosh well this has been so much fun i'm so glad we got
0: to talk um is there anything else you want to plug real quick before we before
1: we call it um not that i want to plug but i will say that if you're creative and you're not really sure If you want to start a business out of your creativity, just know that literally everyone has been has questioned themselves on that level. And honestly, just do it. Just just try. And but most of all, build that community Mm -hmm. on social media because it can actually be highly beneficial. But just you could just try. Just get out there. Yep. Just do it. Don't if you if it's an inclination that you've wanted to do, just do it. Mm-hmm. Just do it.
0: And there's nothing wrong with starting something and then stopping it. Like there's this whole like yeah. If you try something, you don't have to do it forever. Like if it doesn't work. No. Nope. Do I right.
1: was a photographer. Exactly. I was a photographer for years. Did freelance work for years. When I decided, you know, I grew very disenchanted with it. After doing senior photos and mm-hmm. weddings over and over, which was not the line of photography that I was looking to do. I was a photojournalist and an advertiser. Mm-hmm. So, but at the end of the day, you got to pay your bills, right? So that means weddings and portraits and high school babies mm-hmm. and all that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there is nothing wrong with pumping the brakes and going, I don't want to do this. Yeah. But, yeah, there's nothing wrong with shifting gears no. or pumping the brakes or, yeah, or pumping the brakes. Like saying, you know, I've stepped back from jewelry yeah. making because I didn't have the time or the space mm-hmm. or, you know, it didn't mean that I didn't want to be a jeweler. It just meant, you know, yeah. couldn't do it at the time. And that's mm-hmm. that's okay, too, to take a break and revisit it in a few years. <laughs>
0: talk about a fucking mic drop moment there at the end. I love it. I love it. I hope you guys enjoyed it too. Um, If you want to catch up with Sabrina, you can find her on Instagram at snjdboutique or at her website, which is also snjdboutique. Her pieces are sick, very natural looking, very interesting looking, the types of pieces you'll get questions about. Um, But if you want to support Sabrina further, go give her a like on Instagram. If you want to support this podcast further, then please hit that subscribe button. Give us a like, give us a five-star review if you're feeling real saucy. And I will see you next time on the Freak Flag Podcast. O-M-G. You made it. Your reward for listening to the end is that you get to give us a five-star rating. Lucky you. I hope you enjoy it as much as we do. This is the Freak Flag Podcast, and we'll be back next time. Will you be here?